Good Morning Sleepy Town. I'm Beau Bartlett, and you're listening to The Art House. Art House Radio, coming to you from way down, way down here in Columbus, Georgia, from 88.5 WCUG, across the tracks, in the Carpenter's Building, at 9th and Broadway. It can also be heard on Alm Radio in Charleston, South Carolina. Thanks for joining us this morning on the radio. We have a great show for you this morning. Show Irakawa and I do. We have a great show for you. We have Kathy Fussell in the studio with us. Art quilter, Kathy Fussell. So glad to have you with us on the radio this morning. Thanks for being here, Kathy. Thank you, Bo. Thank you for inviting me. So glad you're here. I can't wait to have this conversation. We have a word of the day. Uh, Kathy chose the word of the day for us today. What's the word of the day today, Kathy? My word of the day is batting. Batting? Batting, is that like a baseball term? No, no. Batting, B-A-T-T-I-N-G, is the stuffing in a quilt. The stuffing in a quilt. That's Mm -hmm. what makes the quilt sort of soft and fluffy. And gives it extra texture when you sew through it to connect the three layers of a quilt. And it gives a whole new dimension to the quilt. But the batting is that, what a layperson would call stuffing. In England, they call it wadding. But here we call it batting, and it's a very, very, it's it's the main component of a quilt, really. Is it is it uh, cotton, or is it different things? It's It can be cotton, it can be wool, it can be uh, all different kinds of materials. Polyester, now they even have bamboo. Excellent. Batting. 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 I love it. Word of the day. If you didn't know it before, you know it now. Batting. It's also used in building insulation. Uh, in, in building insulation, the term is used. Oh, like for insulation. Mm-hmm. We have a quote of the day. The quote of the day comes from Vincent Van Gogh. One must go on working silently, trusting the result to the future. One must go on working silently, trusting the result to the future. Vincent Van Gogh. Well, we're going to have some nice music. Most all the music is, is uh, DJ'd, is picked out by our guest Kathy Fussell this morning. We're going to start off with one of our favorites, Patsy Cline with I Fall to Pieces, Patsy Cline. Forget, pretend we've never 
that was A Baby in a Sewing Machine by Mo Bandy. I think that's a Hank Williams song, actually, but sung by Mo Bandy there. You're listening to The Art House, 88.5 WCUG and OM Radio 96.3 in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm Bo Bartlett, your host, and we're here with our guest today, Kathy Fussell, art quilter Kathy Fussell. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Bo. How are you doing this morning? Great. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I know what you do. You're my neighbor in Swift Mills, but tell me a little bit about growing up in Columbus, right? No. Growing up in... Buena Vista. Growing up in Buena Vista? Buena Vista, Georgia. Wow, I didn't know you were from Buena Vista. Yep. And uh, tell us a little bit about it and tell us how you got interested in quilting originally. Well, I come from a long line of women who sewed. My mother was a seamstress. She took great pride and joy in sewing. She didn't quilt, but she sewed. She made clothing for myself and my siblings. Mm. She made costumes. My aunts all sewed. Most of the women that I knew of in Buena Vista sewed. And there was always this sort of kind of unspoken, maybe sometimes spoken competition among the women with their sewing, mainly clothing. My mother's people are from, my mother was from Louisiana. I was actually born in North Louisiana at my mother's home. And my maternal grandmother there and maternal aunt sewed. My aunt made costumes for uh, a dance company and my grandmother was just creative in all kinds of ways. But I come from this long line of women who sewed. And so my mother started me sewing when I was about four years old. I sewed uh, buttons on my daddy's handkerchiefs just for a joke. I thought it was my joke to him, and later I realized it was my mother, my mother's joke <laughs> to him. And then I started embroidery when I was really young, and my mother set me in front of the sewing machine and had me sewing on note, notebook paper lines, so I would learn how to sew straight lines. And I just loved to sew from the very beginning. And uh, then when I was uh, about 19, I actually started to quilt. My family had stopped quilting. We had all the evidence of they're having quilted but in the 50s at some point they stopped quilting continued sewing but I became interested in quilting I was working at Westfield down the Living History Village Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. down near Lumpkin I'd majored in English and folklore at college and would taken a field trip to Westfield and I just was really taken with the textiles down there I was the spinner and weaver and uh, other women were quilting but I started quilting on my own and have pursued quilting for the rest of my life. And um, I taught school. I taught school for 28 years here in Muskogee County. Nice, nice. And uh, quilting was a hobby for all those years. But when I retired in 2011 from teaching, I set about quilting in a more serious way. What, What grade did you teach? I taught high school for the first 14 and a half years, ninth grade mostly, English and drama. And then the second 14 years of my career, I taught English at CSU. Oh. And I directed the Carson McCullers Center for Writers and Musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I was thinking about it, you know, when, when we were kids, we didn't have the internet, we didn't have video games, we didn't have any of that kind of thing. I mean, there was radio and you know, TV at some point. But, you know, things like drawing and sewing i mean these things were more common practices i I remember i used to love to sew you know like if i had a little tear on my pants i'd get out get out the Mm -hmm. needle and thread and just sew it up and uh, and my mom would always have me 
uh, putting the thread through the eye of the needle because my eyes were better than hers. You oh, know? Yeah. Like sewing and needles and thread and all that was a big part of life and sewing yeah. machines. Yeah, I was fascinated with the sewing machine and all the different, they're called presser feet on the sewing machine, little That's metal right. feet mm-hmm. that determine the different stitches. And, you know, they reminded me of the charms on my mother's charm bracelet. I just oh. love the mechanics of the sewing machine. And yeah. I still do. Yeah, yeah. I still have my mom's singer sewing machine. It's in my childhood bedroom. Mm-hmm. My studio. I have my mother's. Yeah. Yeah, those were the good old days for sure. But quilting is not a dying art, in case anybody wanted to know. No, tell us. It is not a dying art. That's a myth. There are millions of quilters out there. In the United States, it's estimated there are between 9 and 11 million quilters in the U.S. and Canada, and an estimated 21 million in the world. They're quilting conferences and workshops. They're quilting cruises, their advanced degrees in quilting studies. Quilting is hugely popular. There's uh, weekend after next, the February 24th and 25th, is the big annual quilt con in Atlanta. I'm going. Oh, okay. My daughter and I are both going, and there'll be 10,000 quilters there, all in one building. Wow, quilters. And quilters, of course, are now in museums. Yeah. Uh, some of the G's Bend quilts have, in the not-too-distant past have gone to the Metropolitan Museum yeah. in New York. I've and seen great shows of, of the G's Bend quilts in museums. There's a great show in Philadelphia of the G's Bend quilts. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever go over there? To G's Bend? Yeah. I've never been. Oh, really? No, but... We had to go some weekend. I know, I know, I know. I've met some of the G's Bend quilters at other places. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually been to G's Bend. But my contemplating a trip to G's Bend was the inspiration of a quilt I made that was one of the most pivotal quilts in my whole quilting life. (laughs) I was looking at the map one day, on the Google map, to see how long it would take me to get over to G's Bend. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I see this map that has this, this Alabama River making this most dramatic curve. And... I just knew right then that I had to make that quilt. I had to make a quilt with the river on it. It's a gorgeous quilt. I've seen this quilt. Yeah, it's on exhibit right now at the Columbus Public Library. But um, that was the first map quilt I made, and it got me started on making map quilts. That's not the only thing I make, but it's certainly uh, one of my main uh, themes that I address in quilting is interpretation of the the natural landscape celebration of the natural landscape do you do that do i mean so in a way the the threads the the uh where the needle goes in is like a line so if it were a drawing that would be like the outline in a way yeah so you sew do you sew that by so you sew the sides of the river do you sew that by hand or by machine both okay most of the time by machine but um i grew up a hand quilter and Machine quilting has only been become really popular in the last uh, 20 or so years. So I was a hand quilter for a long time. And just a few years, about 15 years ago, 12 years ago or so, uh, began machine quilting. And um, But, you know, there's two bits of sewing. There's the bit of sewing when you make the quilt top. You're constructing the part of the quilt that gets the most attention, the top. But then there's the quilting that is the stitching that holds the three layers of the quilt together. Mm-hmm. And not only do they hold it together, but they give it a texture and a whole new dimension 
You know, your quilting stitches can have a design of their own. For instance, lots of times on my landscape quilts, I'll hand quilt what I think of as rows, plowed rows in fields of cotton or some other crop. Mm -hmm. So the stitch, the quilting stitch that holds the three layers together is what makes the quilt a quilt. And it's vitally important, although it's the part of the quilt that sometimes a non-quilter or somebody not so familiar with quilting might not even look at first. It doesn't get the first attention from somebody who doesn't know about quilting. But to a quilter, it gets the first attention. Oh, fascinating. <laughs> so it's the, the bas-relief part is the yes. part that goes all the way through. Yes, yes, is that yes. right? Right. Well, that's great, Kathy. Thanks. Uh, I, thanks for that education on how that's done. <laughs> I had no idea. I think we're going to take a break and go to some music now. Would you like to uh, introduce the, the next song? Uh, oh, Morning Train by Precious Bryant. Precious Bryant was a musician from Talbot County, and I, tra- I served as her travel companion for many years. Uh, I'd met her through my husband's work in uh, organizing the Chattahoochee Folk Festival back in the early 80s, and Precious and I became great friends, and I loved her dearly. We had quite some adventures on the road. And uh, this song of hers, Morning Train, is just, I just love it. It's beautiful. Let's hear Morning Train by Precious Bryant. I'm going home on the morning train. You know I'm going home on the morning train. Well, that evening train may be too late. That's why I'm going home on the morning train Well then I'm going home on the morning train You know I'm going home on the morning train Well that evening train may be too late And that's why I'm going home on the morning train Well that evening train may be too late Yes, that evening train may be too late Well, that evening train may be too late And that's why I'm going home on the morning train Yeah, you back up first and get your load Yeah, you back up first and get your load Well, you back up a hearse and get your heavy load And that read, I'm going home on the morning train Well, then I'm going home on the morning train Yeah, I'm going home on the morning train Well, that evening train may be too late And that's why I'm going home on the morning train Yeah, 
train Well, that evening train may be too late And that's why I'm going home on the morning train Thank you. 
You're listening to The Art House on 88.5 WCUG and 96.3 OM Radio in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm your host, Bo Bartlett, and I'm here with our guest, Kathy Fussell. Kathy, that was, we heard two pieces of music there. That was, the last one was your son, Jake Fussell. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the first piece we heard, which was Morning Train, Precious Brian. Then let's let's get into a little nepotism and talk about Jake. Well, uh, Precious Brian was, I was her travel companion for many years, and I just love the song. It's beautiful. And uh, my children assisted in the production of some of Precious Bryant's albums. Where, where was Precious Bryant from? Talbot County. There's this, what my husband Fred has called, the golden triangle of traditional music up in that part of the country near Geneva and Talbotton. Mm-hmm. Precious had a, a large family, uh, many of whom were musicians, and some still are. Her sisters had a gospel group. Her uncle was a musician. Uh, there was music all around, and, and she was just an incredible musician herself. Yeah, incredible. I mean, if, if our listeners aren't familiar with her, make sure you look her up. Precious Bryant, just just uh, Google her or iTunes or however you find your music. Yeah, I feel very privileged to have known her. She died several years ago, but we still miss her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was a big influence on Jake, apparently. Oh, yeah. Jake uh, apprenticed under her, and our children grew up being around Precious a lot because she and I traveled together. Sometimes she would be at our house or sometimes we would be at her house picking her up to go somewhere. So they knew Precious well. She was, uh, you know, uh, somebody they saw all the time. So both of them were uh, certainly positively impacted by having known Precious. Yeah, your kids are so uh, prolific and so productive. Both Jake, Jake X. Fussell, who does our theme music, uh, I call him Jake X because when he was on the show early on, I asked him what I could call him. He said, you can call me whatever you, are, you want. So I've gone with Jake X, but it's Jake Xerxes right, Fussell, right. which is, I think, what he's actually known as out there in the big world. And he's getting more and more popular. I hear people all the time um, telling me they've they've heard him up north or out west. Um, and then Coulter Fussell is your, your daughter who uh, considers yes. herself. Yes, she considers herself an art quilter, although her work is uh, venturing a little far... Uh, pretty far from traditional quilts now some of her work is freestanding sculpture and not even attached to the wall but she continues to call herself a quilter because she does work in textile textiles and the pieces are quilted and like me she wants to uh own up to that tradition she wants to you know play homage to that tradition that we come from Mm -hmm. that woman's work quilt making yeah she i think I, i think of her when i think of her as uh that that quote i guess it's a um Malcolm Gladwell, maybe. Make it accessible yet advanced. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she's doing with the quilt. She's taking you know, the tradition, making it accessible for people by mm-hmm. them seeing it, and then she's advancing it on by doing something completely different. She has a piece in the, uh, the show at the Ilders Gallery uh, at Columbus State. Right, right. The show is entitled A Ribbon Runs Through It. Right. And her piece is entitled Home. It's a really big piece. Yeah, yeah, beautiful piece. And unconventional. Yep, yep, all her work is. And Jake, tell us a little bit about uh, Jake and what he's doing now. Well, he's, you know, on the road a lot these days. And I honestly don't know if he's working on yet another album, but I bet he is. Let's hope he is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Uh, and, of course, he's <laughs> he and his partner have this precious baby now who's almost two years old, so he spends as much time as he can with the baby. But Jake is always making music. He's been making music since 
shortly after the day he was born. Yeah, he's a natural. Yeah, he's a natural. Yeah, his yeah. voice is incredible. And they're living maybe somewhere up in North Carolina. Durham. Now. Yeah, his Durham. label's in Durham. And there's a real diverse music scene in, in Durham. He, lo- You know, Jake's interested in all kinds of music, everything from classical to traditional to folk to rap, you know. And so there's a real diverse music scene in Durham. He really likes that, I think. And um, and Coulter is over in Oxford? Outside Oxford, just a few miles outside Oxford in Water Valley, Mississippi. Okay. Um, yeah. She I has want, a gallery, right? She, her husband owns the gallery on the square in ah. Oxford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did um, operate a little gallery in Water Valley, but now her, her time is spent making yeah. art all the time. So they're out in Water Valley. Absolutely great. Good for her. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. I wanted to Make say art. a little something about that song we just played, Jubilee. Yeah, That please. Jake played. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Well, um, I don't know the history of the song itself. I love the song. But Coulter and Jake both remember the Jubilee Riverboat that used to be down here on Absolutely. the river. Mm-hmm. And so Coulter made a quilt uh, inspired by the riverboat, named it Jubilee. And when she shows that quilt, sometimes she plays Jake's song, nice. Jubilee. So I like that little bit of the joining. Of you know, him. yeah, I, I think of the term nepotism being like, you know, someone who's got a lot of power and success, like then propagating the awareness of their children and their offspring. But I mean, you and I don't have like that, but but I think both of us are like so proud of our kids. Oh, know? man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, people ask me, aren't you just really... Uh, thrilled at Coulter Quilts, and I say, yeah, I'd love her anyway, but... <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, I'm the same yeah. Like with my son Will and my son Man, who right. has, has music on the show that's behind us right now, actually. Right. So, so proud of our kids. So, um, let's actually, let's hear a little more Jake Fussell, okay? Would that be good? Yeah. I'd love to hear a little more Jake. I think we're going to start off with uh, Washington, which talks about... A textile, a hooked rug. There you go. Okay. Washington by Jake X. Fussell. Thank you. 
Come fire land, let's be marching First for France, then for Holland Cannons roar, colors flying All my love, there's no denying Ring farewell to my love farewell We're all marching around very well on this earth that I love like I love you over and over ten times over drink up the liquor boys turn the glasses over bring farewell to my love farewell we're all marching around very well And they're on for marching Everyone is true love searching Cannons roar, drums are beating Oh my love, there's no retreating Ring farewell to my love farewell We're all marching around very well Ring farewell to my love farewell. We're all marching around very well. A ring farewell to my love farewell. We're all marching around very That first song that we heard, Washington, was actually written by Jake. He got the lyric from a hooked rug, some words on a hooked rug, a textile. And uh, he wrote the song after he saw that lyric. Uh, Most of the time, Jake plays traditional music. He interprets traditional music in his own way. But this is an example of one that he wrote from scratch 
from that lyric on that hooked rope, which I think is funny. It's beautiful. I didn't realize that was an original one. I, I know he's had a few on that last album that were original, but like Frolic, for example. Yeah. But I didn't realize that was one of his originals. Yeah. That's a wonderful song. Yeah, it is a wonderful song. I like the um, the content of the song, the business about lying. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sewing, too, right? Yeah. About sewing. And then we heard Love Farewell. I love Love Farewell. I do, too, but I don't know anything about it. What a beautiful song. So you currently have a show up. How long is your show up at the Columbus Library? March the 5th. It comes down March the 6th. Okay. March the 6th. Great. So people will have time to get out and see that yeah. before that comes down. Uh, and t- I've seen it. It's a great show. You've got some of your pieces that are literary, which your husband Fred helped you with. Right, Tell us a little right, about that. Right, right, Well, there are 34 pieces total in the show, and many of them are map quilts, and some of them are my abstract pieces, but the pieces that are being exhibited for the very first time, I'm calling it Southern Lit 101 series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I taught literature for 28 years, and when I retired, I knew that I could not leave that literature behind. So one way to stay involved in the literature was to start making quilts informed, uh, inspired by the literature. So we jumped right in, and uh, but I can't draw, so I, I can't mm-hmm. really draw figures well but Fred my husband does draw well so I enlisted him and to I convinced him it didn't take much convincing uh, to draw some scenes for me and then I quilt him but we have a really interesting way we collaborate we both go back to the text whatever text we choose and we can take turns choosing the text and we uh, list images that we feel are real strong and we list phrases that we really love and then we Fred has his list and I have my list and then we combine the list and then Fred draws whatever in the world he wants to draw and I quilt whatever in the world I want to quilt Fabulous. but it's uh, we've done uh, by now I guess it's about well in the show I think are 11 or 12 uh, of the Southern Lit series. So things like Faulkner and Carson yeah. McCullough. Yeah, there's a number of them devoted to Faulkner, specifically As I Lay Dying, mm-hmm. Faulkner's novel, As I Lay Dying, I love the novel. Yes. And then my favorite novel in the whole world, Carson McCullough's The Member of the Wedding. That's mm-hmm. the very last piece we did. There's several Flannery O'Connor pieces from her short story, Good Man is Hard to Find. Yep. And then there's one piece, it's a bigger piece, and I'm really proud of, the myth of the tie snake, the old tie snake out of the Chattahoochee River. And I made it out of a gentleman's silk ties. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you make little single pillows with silk ties, too. I do, which, I do. Which I we made... were lucky enough to get one over the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are fun. Somebody told me that her snake on her pillow was so scary, it scared her every time she walked through her den. <laughs> Yes, Betsy has the snake thing. I gave it to her for Christmas, and uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> She's scared of it. Um, but fabulous, fabulous. And the so the tie snake uh, quilt, which I've seen, is that related to a piece of literature? Yeah, the myth of the tie snake. Okay. Uh, the Muscogee Creek Indians who lived here had this myth to explain the uh, deceiving waters of the Chattahoochee. It can look real calm on top, but really... If you fall in, you might get sucked under by the eddy waters, you know. Mm-hmm. So their explanation was that there were these snakes underneath there that would wrap themselves, tie themselves around your body and pull you under. Mm-hmm. So that's the myth of the tie snake. Mm-hmm. Now, we've heard it uh, exclusive to the Chattahoochee, but we're not sure that it doesn't, uh, you know, go the range of the Creek Nation. Right. 
But there, yeah, it's on a historic marker over here on the Chattahoochee River, yeah. right across over in Phoenix City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful. That's a wonderful quilt. And I love the Faulkner quilts. I love the Azalidang uh, quilts and the, the choices there, as well as the Carson McCullough's. Well, you know, we, we did one big uh, graphic novel version of Azalidang. That's the one that got us started. Mm-hmm. And that's not in the show because it, somebody, it belongs to somebody bought it. But uh, then we looked at the individual blocks of that graphic novel piece and made individual quilts of the separate blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's interesting because your your range is always from, goes from traditional quilt, traditional quilting to more abstract quilting and the quilting of the rivers and the, you know, imagery, but not more more abstract kind of imagery to, to now to the, you know, real, you know, almost narrative aspects of the of these recent quilts, which are it's fabulous to see your range and your ability, and I just uh, encourage everyone to to get out and see that show uh, yeah, while please, it's up. Yeah, please do come see it. So Macon Road, Columbus Library, on the second floor of Columbus Library. Um, make sure you get out and see that. Well, Kathy, any uh, words of wisdom here for, for youngsters, young people that might want to quilt or make some art? Any, you got anything to, to send us off with here? Oh, just jump in and try it. Get a needle and thread. You don't have to have a sewing machine. You don't have to have a lot of fancy equipment. You don't have to be intimidated by by precision. Don't worry about precision at first. Just go for it. Sew some pieces of fabric together, throw them down and look at them and try it out. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, well, we're going to get to a little more music before we wind up here. We're going to hear Billy Bragg and Wilco with California Stars, and then we're going to hear the Ramones with Needles and Pins.
And just like that, we've come to the end of another Art House, Art House Radio, coming to you from 88.5 WCUG and OM Radio in Charleston, South Carolina. That was Needles and Pins by the Ramones, all songs chosen today by our guest, Kathy Fussell. Kathy, thanks for being on the radio with us this morning. Well, once again, Bo, thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Really appreciate it. We've we've had Jake on the show. We've had you on the show. Eventually, we're going to have to get Fred and Fred and Coulter on yeah. the show. Yeah, you guys are such a talented and uh, diverse family. And God bless you for doing what you do. So much, so many things that you guys have had your hands in. Um, not just the creative life of your children, but Carson McCullough's house here in Columbus and uh, Passaquan, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that that stayed um, stable until. Other forces could come in and pick it up and, and take <laughs> care of it. Thank goodness they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Thank you, Kohler. Uh, let's do a rundown of the music real quick. Make sure we get that in before we run out of time here. We heard, uh, let's go back to the beginning. We heard Frolic, our theme music by Jake X. Fussell. Thank you, Jake, for letting us use your music on the radio. We heard I Fall to Pieces by Patsy Klein. The Baby and the Sewing Machine. A Baby and the Sewing Machine by Mo Bandy. We heard Man Bartlett. And then we heard... Morning Train by Precious Bryant. Jubilee by Jake X. Fussell. We heard a little segment of Man Bartlett there, and then we heard Washington by Jake Fussell and Love Farewell by Jake X. Fussell. Wound up with California Stars, Billy Bragg and Wilco. You were telling me, Kathy, that's a a real quilting song, really. It's a song about a quilt. The couple, they're lying on a quilt, and it's the California Star pattern. Oh. My daughter, Coulter, told me about that song. She loves the song and sent it to me, and I thought it was quite appropriate. It was perfect, and I've, I've listened to that so many times, and I never realized that had to do mm-hmm. with the quilt. Beautiful. And the Needles and Pins by the Ramones, and that was originally by... Sonny Bono. No way. Yeah. Originally by Sonny. Mm-hmm. Holy smoke. And then there's another version, which... Who did that other version? That was oh, popular. Jackie DeShannon did it That's to it. huge popularity back in the 50s. Yeah, Jackie DeShannon's version. And the Searchers did it. Nice. Yeah, popular song. Everybody sang it. But the, our version we heard was Ramones to take us out mm-hmm. the day. Well, and behind us is Pulp Shalom by Him for Her. I want to thank our producer and engineer extraordinaire, Show Irokawa. Thank you, Show, for helping us put this all together. I want to encourage everybody to go out and see the Kathy Fussell Show. Also, that's at the Columbus library and also get out and see the art see the art in your town here in columbus we also have the bow bartlett center where there is the earthly matters and the unaccompanied show by kate capshaw two shows you highly recommend getting in and seeing so go out and see some art wherever you are in your town in your hamlet in your city then get in your studio or go outside on plain air and make some art paint sing a song Make some music, write a screenplay, write a novel, sew a quilt. Wherever you are, make some art, because we need it. We've all got our stories to tell. Just don't be afraid. Have no fear. Let it rip. You have but one life, so let's live it. Let's make this world a better place. See you right back here next week. Love and light, y'all. Hello.
long time of loving her good time in man he's fighting his future in a hillbilly band he promises the good life and a big diamond ring all she wants is a baby and a sewing Her big old brown eyes, they sparkle with love. Nobody knows, Lord, what she's dreaming of. She could be on the cover of Playboy magazine, but all she wants is a baby and a sewing machine, a pretty little baby to rock and to swing, a sewing machine to make pretty things, a house on the corner to capture her dreams, all she wants is a baby and a sewing machine. This morning finds her walking downtown, out window shopping, just looking around that good life she dreams of is such simple things all she wants is a baby and a sewing machine all she wants is a baby and a sewing Bye. 